Welcome to The Machine, a computing and tech podcast from Waterford Institute of Technology. My name is Rob O'Connor. I'm a lecturer from the Department of Computing and Mathematics at WIT. You can follow us online at machine underscore podcast on Twitter or machine podcast on Facebook. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, CastBox, Podcast, Overcast or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're feeling extra generous, you can leave us a five star review. That'd be lovely. It's not necessary, but it does help us in the visibility rankings. Such is the way of the algorithm. Uh, Also, thank you for all the very nice personal messages I received after the last episode went live the other day. Speaking of the last episode, that was all about online teaching and learning from a lecturer's point of view and contained some very insightful observations from Siobhan Drone and Colm Dunphy, both podcast regulars. Uh, But this episode is flipped onto the student's perspective. Two computing students, Sinead O'Neill, who's in second year of computer forensics and security, and Dimitri Saradakis, who's a third year applied computing student specialising in cloud and networking technology. Anyway, I had a chat with them because I wanted to get a sense as to how they've found the remote learning experience, what they like, what they don't like, any tips or tricks they have that they'd like to pass on. I began by asking Sinead the exact same question I posed to Colm and Siobhan in the last episode. What's the best thing and what's the worst thing about online teaching and learning? Uh, Okay, Um, I'd say the best thing is that I suppose I don't have to travel anymore. I can literally just get up, have breakfast while having my lecture and there's no problem with that. Um, The worst is probably... The fact that not every lecturer is as good as the next one in regards to how well they've prepared for this semester. Like some lecturers, they'll have breaks, like maybe 30 minutes into the lecture or 45 minutes in if it's like a double lecture. Um, So that's helpful. And then others have put in like polls and different things just to try and make sure you're still paying attention. And they've definitely made more of an effort than others to try and help ease the way through yeah yeah um dimitri same question to yourself and um, i initially thought that the lack of traveling because i used to cycle to college every day and um, back pre-covid so i initially thought that the the 30 second commute was uh was great you know i only had to wake up at like uh, nine ten to get in for quarter past but um i find that i become lazier as a result um, I kind of think like my brain needs to cycle. So I like, I kind of taken to, uh, hopping on the bicycle or like promising myself I'm going to hop on a bicycle. I'm kind of like cycling around just doing 10 minutes just to, to kind of wake up. Um, which I'd recommend doing because otherwise like my Fitbit just tells me I'm being lazy. So-and-so, you know? Um, so that's, I suppose that's, that's one thing. Um, what was the second part of that question? What's, well, I asked you what the best and the worst thing is, and I'm not sure whether that was a best or a worst answer. I kind of went off on a little random. <laughs> um, the, well, yeah, it, it's nice. It's nice to not have to not, not have to commute, but I do find that like you, you do have to spend a still stay active as well, and um, just because you're commuting, kind of like my commuting was me being active, I suppose, considering we're both doing tech, so like we're kind of sitting at a laptop all day long. Um, the the worst part, kind of like uh, like what Sinead just said, I suppose, um, is yeah, the inconsistency. 
uh, across from lecture to lecture. Like some lectures are using Slack to, to communicate, others are using Microsoft Teams, some are using some are using neither. They're using like emails. Uh, some are just using Moodle. It's kind of trying to find your Zoom links. Then is like some of them are posted in Slack, some of them are posted in in multiple different kind of uh, platforms, and it's quite it's, it can be confusing to figure out which lecture and which Zoom you have to you have to join. Yeah, I can I can appreciate that. I can see how that could be. It's frustrating and difficult to manage because it, like, it, it, it could just be like just a little bit more streamlined and as Sinead said like some some lectures are actually quite quite good at doing it I, I appreciate that it's the first time for everyone kind of doing this kind of this kind of thing and um, but th- using um polls and stuff like that on zoom really works and then some other lecturers use like a graphics tablet to do some of their drawing and I find that it's you, you. It's like you have a limitless whiteboard there. Um, I find that really, really helpful. I, I think that's great. Yeah, I definitely agree. It, as it, is that is that about the 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 drawing, the kind of the whiteboard yeah, aspect? Yeah, the whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. In terms of tools and tools that okay, so we're, you, you've mentioned Teams, you've mentioned Slack, but there's also Moodle, Zoom, a variety of others. What tools do you find work very well for you? Sure, Sinead, we, we might go to yourself there. Um, well, for my year, we've set up a discord, which I find as a godsend because literally everyone's there. Everyone's having the same problem at the same time. And you're just kind of able to communicate more and you kind of feel more like you're able to socialize with everybody. Whereas with zoom, it's kind of very, like, you don't really see people cause they've got their cameras off and it's just harder to kind of connect with people. So at least with discord, you can chat away and like we've different sections for each of the different modules and then we have a few extra if you want to just chat so it's it's very handy okay so it's really just a communications channel yeah and we kind of link different things so like if somebody can't find the zoom link as we said like they're kind of split in between moodle zoom like we're not zoom but um the other apps like there's so many different ones that they're all using so it's just to kind of keep everybody on the same page we kind of link whatever whoever's the first to kind of see it we'll just link it so then everyone else can just go from there from the discord the the question i first asked was really of the zoom and moodle and all those what do you think works well um you know what works best for you so actually Sinead, i'll go back to yourself with that is there any of those kind of tools that work well for you that you think that's the way it should be done yeah, well, Zoom is pretty much the one you'd kind of go for because at least, you know, you have the lecturer there, they can share their screen. They're kind of doing it that way mostly, I think. Um, so I, I don't really see anything else being as good as that, really. And Dimitri? Um, I think Slack works quite well. <clears throat> I think it's easy to it's easy to access talking to the whole group or to just talk to uh, individual lecturer if needs be. Um, I also just came off um, a Zoom room just that was set up one of my lectures because I had a question about something and he just set up a private little uh, room with just the two of us, which is the first time that that um, that, that happened. And that was that was quite good. That was quite useful. And um, just I, I was able to, to ask my somewhat convoluted question and uh, get a get a decent response back without bogging down everybody in the everybody else in the class, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So that was the first time you'd used the breakout room feature, was it in this yeah. class? Or, or was that the first time you'd used it full stop? It, it was the first time I'd used it full stop. The lecturer didn't even know how to uh, how to actually get into the breakout room. So I have, we, we had a few minutes of trying to, of me Googling how to get let him in and him trying to find out how to get in. So it was, uh, we got there in the end though. 
That, that's really interesting. Um, you've had a good experience with Slack. Sh- uh, Sinead, have you used Slack uh, in any of your classes? How have you found it? Very little, really. Um, I guess we're just not really connecting through that at the moment. It's more just Zoom and then the breakout rooms. As Dimitri said, it's definitely working for me anyway. Yeah, yeah. And are many people using Moodle? Are you finding that Moodle is still being used as a kind of a learning repository or not? Kind of. I mean, you're obviously going to have to use it because there's no other way to get to your lecture notes. Um, and so you have to use it for that. But I wouldn't really say that I'd be sending messages or anything on, on Moodle. But what I mean is in the in the kind of, if you can imagine a stack of, of tools that are, are, are used in lectures. Dimitri, you wanted to come in. Um, yeah, do you, um, another one that I, I forgot to mention, I suppose, um, is the Tutorify, I think it's called, or something. Oh, Tutors. Tutors, tutors yeah. yes, that's it. Um, I, I find that very good. And I think two or three of our lecturers use it, and it's very kind of simple to navigate. It works much better than um, Jesus Moodle. I know it's open source, and, it, and you know, it, it, it is what it is, I suppose, but um, Tutors works much, much better than, than what Moodle does for hosting content, for accessing content. And uh, just it's just slicker. It's just all around seems to work better. Something that is nothing to do with the actual learning, but is more to do with the overall student experience. You've kind of both touched on it or hinted at it, but one of the things about the student experience, it's not just academic learning. It's also personal development, um, social development, cultural development, et cetera, et cetera. Um, are there any ways that that is continuing for you guys whilst this is going on? I mean, Sinead, you've mentioned Discord. Are there any other ways that 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 you're you're continuing on a kind of a, a bonding with with the group, if you know what I mean? Not really. It's mainly Discord, um, and I'm also a peer mentor, so I would use Zoom to connect with the mentees as well. So it's pretty much just between those two, I'd say. And and that's a new program that has uh, kind of officially kicked off this year and how have you found what what kind of i'm not looking for personal information now but what kind of queries are coming into you through that there hasn't been very much to be honest they're all very independent uh or they have been so far i think they're probably a little bit shy though because um for the first kind of session that i had they only kind of started asking questions after about 30 minutes so there was just me trying to make conversation with people who had zero like picture or um they just had it just their name up for the zoom so it was literally black screens um and me just chatting to try and make conversation of things that i wish i'd known when i first started um so yeah and dimitri how about you any kind of ways that uh, is there group not group therapy (laughs) that's the wrong word but maybe uh any any kind of you know group socializing Maybe a way, way of putting it. Our, our year has a uh, has the same has a, a Discord server as well, um, and it's broken down uh, by stream and um, by class even. So every like anybody can talk to everyone. We also have a, a, a messenger kind of the Facebook messenger group that's been going since first year too, um, and some of the lads are quite active on that. Uh, so there's a bit of communication like it's it's i suppose it's much easier for us because we like going into third year now we've already had two about a year and a half of like like human face-to-face interaction and um, I, I really feel for first years because 
they don't know anybody and it's kind of it's it, you know it's much it's much easier for me to kind of to bow someone on discord or on skype and just say here look what's the crack or how are you getting on or this kind of carry on whereas first just don't have you know they, they just haven't made those contacts yet and i don't know how like i don't i don't know how you'd even go about starting those contacts over through zoom or through you know it's a it's a kind of a, like a water cooler type scenario you know where really they just don't have it it is and Sinead because you, so you you're in second year now Sinead and so you would have been most of your way through your first year when all of this kicked off back in March of 2020 so you already kind of had a bit of a social group going or would I be correct in that yes I'd say because I'm a mature student I was kind of like a more of a social butterfly so I had no problem connecting with people um, especially like the very first week, I kind of just picked people and just randomly sat down with them at lunch and just kind of started a conversation. And that was kind of how it went. And then. Oh, sorry. This is when you were first back in, in September, yeah. was it? So because you'd have like all of those connections made, um, it was a lot easier. Because you just had everybody's contact details. You were in different chat rooms and just kind of were able to continue on, like if you were struggling. So. I can see that being a problem for the first years coming in because even if you're shy, like you're an 18 year old, you're not really used to kind of, I suppose, the bigger atmosphere of college. But then when you don't even have the on-campus classes, it's going to be a lot more stressful. From, from, okay, so Sinead, you're a mature student, but say your classmates who are now in second year were in first year. Was there a, a kind of a, a for, were there formed groups at that point? There that were, have yeah. been able to carry through to and have they carried through to second year? I'm not looking for personal details again. I don't. I don't want to know what people are talking about. That's their own business. But <laughs> yeah. have have they carried on through? I think so. I mean, a couple of people have dropped out uh, since we started, but um, as far as I'm aware, pretty much most of the groups are still there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I've noticed you've both mentioned Discord. Do you use it for games? Do you play games, or are you interested in games at all? I do. But not at the moment. I'm not using it for games at the moment. It's purely just for college. Because I have separate separate um, accounts for different things just to keep life simple. Okay. <laughs> keep it com- compartmentalized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Dimitri? Uh, I'm not a gamer at all, actually. Um, so I can't remember the last time I played a game, FIFA 1990 or something. <laughs> so so uh, showing my age there. But uh, no, I just like literally Discord just because it's 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 nice and handy. Everybody can hop on a server, and also because you can share your screen, which is quite handy when you're writing code and showing somebody else, or like you're looking at somebody else's code or um, anything like that. It's it's the, the fun, that kind of functionality that is really good with Discord. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, you mentioned code, and I suppose we're getting into some of the nitty gritty. Or both of you are computing students, okay? Um, in terms of tool sets. Like, have have there been any kind of applications or tools that you need to use for your classes that you found problematic working with remotely at home? Let's go with yourself, Dimitri, first. I suppose there, yeah, it, perhaps I, I'm I'm somewhat fortunate in that uh, I have a half decent machine and that can that can kind of that can power through some of the applications. But I'm I'm like really cognizant that not everybody does, and it's. Uh, like for one of our modules, we're running three different VMs at the one time, um, 
And um, so like I've three different virtual machines at, at the one time and in, like they're interacting with each other. So it's like, you know, I can hear the fan of my laptop going um, and she's like saying, no, please stop, no help. But, uh, I, you know, for, for somebody who maybe has like an, um, like an older laptop or just like even a lower kind of a spec laptop, I, I can see how that might be a real problem. Um, and then oh, there's other kind of things where I'm fortunate enough to like have, uh, have a, a second monitor as well. Um, so I'm just kind of really lucky in that regard. Whereas if you're trying to do everything on the one monitor and trying to look at your Zoom class, like maybe your Discord and actually try to, you know, try to do your work as well, be it your code or what have you, um, like screen real estate is something that that is really, for my money, a necessity, but like that, that you, you, not everybody has a luxury to have. And I feel that it'd be much, much more difficult for, for people who don't have, you know, even just like, like a second, a second screen and everybody knows how, how well, anybody who codes knows like the, how much more productive you are when you, when you, you know, when you have more space to look at. Sinead, kind of the same kind of question to you, it's any kind of t- tools that you found difficult to work with or ones that have worked very well for you in terms of applications that you have to use for college? Everything so far, because we're only in week two, so we're not really kind of doing anything too heavy yet. So everything seems to be going grand for the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, and you have a machine that you're able to work with. Oh, yeah, I got a new one at the end of last year. Speaking of which, then, what about your own, your physical workspace? Because I'm basing myself out of an attic here. It's full of horribleness, but it's it's grand and it's, it's a space I can work in. So that's grand. But I know I, I've struggle sometimes particularly when the children are around because they just get interrupted the whole time and are pulled away uh, and I'm mindful that not everyone has a space that they can just hide away to so like Sinead what's your workspace like I mean your your physical workspace not your virtual workspace uh, it depends on where I am because <laughs> sometimes I'm in Clare my home county or sometimes I'm in Waterford so in Waterford I have a desk and a chair set up um, but you still do time you t- do tend to get interrupted by housemates even when you've told them like I'm in a lecture so it's not so productive there but at least when I'm in Clare I can kind of hide away in my bedroom and just kind of focus and it's a lot better so yeah and do you find focusing for extended periods of time difficult and I don't mean that as a, a negative thing specifically about you there's this zoom fatigue I won't even call it a phenomenon observation is quite you know i think it's very very real i suffer from it how, how have you found it i would say it's true in the sense of like you can't like you can't expect people to just concentrate completely for eight hours a day on a computer and not be tired i mean you're gonna do that and like when you're working in in the real world i suppose you could say um you're gonna have to break every now and again for a coffee or whatever you just get up get away from the screen for a couple of minutes um, and I think that some lecturers are good. They understand that need and they actually implement that in their plan for your for your lecture. Um, whereas others continue on till a quarter past when it's like time for your next lecture. So you can't have a break. So I guess it just depends on whoever it is and how aware they are of the need for a break. And Dimitri, yourself, your own physical workspace. Um, I'm kind of uh, fortunate enough as well. I have I have like a little bit of an office set up and um, kind of out of the way of other people. Now that's not to say that um, I'm in the same boat as you. Kids can burst burst in at any minute and uh, yeah, fling some random food around the place. So <laughs> that's it's happened once or twice. Um, 
but uh, yeah, so like I like I'm kind of I suppose my own workspace. I'm I'm fortunate enough that I that I'm able to to clear away. And in regards to Zoom fatigue, it's definitely it's definitely a real thing. Um, I find that if if I have my camera on and I'm like it's it's people the rest of the people on the Zoom call can see me, then I I, I pay attention much more. Um, so I kind of I would recommend that to people like just even just to have the camera on so that you can so that you know you have a sense that somebody's somebody's watching you. It just kind of stops you from whipping out your phone and scrolling down through the needless like the endless Twitter comments about whatever's going on in the world with nonsense and Trump's COVID and all the rest of it. Like so, it's uh, I I find that if 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 you feel like people are watching you, not in like a kind of a weird way or anything, but like um, that the Zoom thing that your camera is on, I find. That you, you pay more attention and other things like what Sinead said earlier on with um, Zoom polls and kind of being that little bit more in, like um, that interaction with with the lecturers and if they're trying to keep you engaged, I find it's uh, I, I find that works too because it's it's too easy to just pick up a phone and like I said like just do something else or get lost. Yeah, what would be the one thing that annoys you most? about online lecturing now i i've not not be personal t- to somebody because i don't want to cut the back of it but is there any one thing you say that really doesn't work and i really don't like it and it, and it just it gets my back up dimitri we'll go to you first and then to sinead um do you know i i actually quite like the uh i might be an anomaly in, in this regard but i actually quite like the uh I, I quite like there's not there's nothing like face to face. I I like I miss interacting with people. I like very much so. I think that's 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 my biggest gripe about the whole thing. Like um, as much as I like, you know, um, the, the setup that I have or what have you. I think the, the human interaction is kind of is my biggest thing that that I miss out on because like an awful lot of time, like like I said, you you get up and you're like thirty seconds away from from your from your space. You sit down and then you're sitting down for four or five hours and um, you go off you get yourself a cup of coffee and, like I, i've literally taken to just walking around the house randomly like and just just to kind of try and stretch my legs and try and get some you know in the hope that there's someone else out there <laughs> there's genuinely not but you know that's that's my biggest peeve is just like just missing people i suppose and how about yourself Sinead? i would have to agree i do have to get up and just kind of go away and then come back um because you just can't concentrate for that long but um I suppose it's just for the lecturers that kind of power on through and don't really kind of pay attention to oh wait their next lecture is now um and then you're kind of rushing to try and get there so that you're not missing anything because if you don't get in uh at first then it's hard because sometimes they kind of ignore that there's people waiting in the reading room and they don't let you in then you've missed stuff so it's kind of a tricky thing yeah, yeah. I, I can hear what you're saying there. I mean, I found that myself that, uh, in terms of the getting up and walking around. Uh, and, and this week in particular, I've been particularly busy uh, and I've missed going for a walk. And, it, and I'm not talking about a big, long exercise either. I'm just talking about getting up, getting a bit of headspace, you know, getting some fresh air, even for 10 minutes. It makes a huge difference. So I can definitely appreciate that. And I can understand from the student's point of view, if you don't have those regular breaks, it's very hard to maintain that level of concentration for that long, uh, for, for the, that intense concentration for long, uh, long periods of time. That is difficult. Yeah, there was like, I, I, I would never thought that I'd miss the walk from 
um, Jesus, what's that? The hospitality building, uh, or whatever, <laughs> the, the tourism building, like the whole way over to um, to the tech building, or whatever we're talking about with the Walton building. I, I can never yeah. remember the names of the buildings, but that long walk. Anyway, I was like when I was in class before, and I had to go clean it up. Now we have to walk for a fucking you know five minutes all the way over here. I mean, whatever. But like I kill to walk that area, you know and stop at, stop in the coffee shop and get like a nice espresso on the way that you know that, like now it's just it's i i, I prefer I, I go back in a heartbeat yeah i could definitely hear where you're coming from with that um any other final tips that you might offer first years i don't know maybe there's a first year listening who's trying to find their way in amongst all of this any tips that you might have um based on your own online experience or even just your own general college experience uh, Sinead, we'll go to yourself first. If you can connect with people through Slack, then try and create a Discord. And then maybe like if you want to kind of, I suppose, form different groups um, to kind of try and make life a bit easier, try and meet people maybe outside, um, just like socially distance, obviously. But um, do try and meet people outside of college to try and kind of build up those friendships that you probably would have made normally if you were in college. But, you know, you just have to make more of an effort now, I guess. Yeah. And Dimitri? Um, yeah, something very similar. Um, like, especially for first years, everybody's kind of in the same boat. And people don't, uh, generally people don't think like that. They just kind of think, oh, like I'm the outsider or I'm, you know, the, the odd one out here in this scenario. But literally everyone is in the exact same boat. So, like, don't be afraid to reach out and, and, and just talk to people. Like, even get together make a big group chat or a big discord server and zoom chat or whatever and like even if it isn't the night time i don't know like get a few cans and just sit down and have a drink and just talk shite well i don't know if we're able to curse but yeah you talk, can yeah, yeah, yeah talk shite like you know and just just get to know people because like that's what would be happening well maybe you wouldn't be drinking cans in the middle of college but like yeah. that's <laughs> i don't recommend doing that but like that's um that's what would be happening you know so like there shouldn't be Everything has to be virtual um, as it stands at the minute, but there's no reason why we can't try to uh, drag as much of our previous life or as much of, of like our um, non-virtual lives into this kind of virtual reality type thing that we live in. Deadly. Well, they're both very wise, you know, and very practical tips. Uh, I think that they make a lot of sense and there's not a huge amount of effort involved in doing those. So they would seem like no-brainers, but I suppose... The issue is it takes it means somebody has to make that first step. And when you're in a group where you don't all know each other, that can be difficult. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how to do that. The last thing they need is the likes of me coming in and telling them to make friends because it doesn't really work that way. But uh, you never know. Things might happen. Uh, I believe there's quite an active Discord server for the first years going at the moment. So I think it's happening anyway. But uh, we'll see about that. Um, right, to Dimitri and Sinead, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for your efforts and uh, your insights. And I wish you all the best in the coming year. And uh, yeah, thanks so much. Cheers, Rob. Oh, and uh, fair play to you on your, on, your, on your Zoom background, because I know that's a thing now. So uh, you've got like guitars all over the place and it, it looks cool. Yeah, it's, it's all virtual. Yeah, this is... <laughs> And there's there's a cat asleep over there, and there's some dust, and other there's random bits of cardboard over there from my homemade green screen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lads, thanks so much. Cheers, Rob. Thanks very much.